Ivy Coaches presents. Hello, Ivy Coaches listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. You're listening to the second episode of Coach Pedari's Conversation with Masako Kato, Intercultural Coach. Please join the conversation. I have a hundred dollar for you, Coach Masako, that I'm just going to give it to you, and I'd like you to invest it in something. So, what would you use this hundred dollars to invest in? No. It can be sky's the limit or universe is the limit. I don't know. What would Coach Masako invest a hundred bucks in? Hmm. Yeah. That's not much money, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But it's better than nothing. It's not, it's not enough to <laughs> save the world or uh, save the... That's so what I, I, I can't offer you more. So what would you invest a hundred dollars? Uh, I just want to specify it's hundred US dollars. So... Uh, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, um, it, this is the, the amount of money which uh, yeah, sometimes clients pay for uh, the coaching, right? Mm. But um, so maybe I can make a kind of uh, uh, um, uh, digital marketing website or whatever uh, where I offer my pro bono coaching. Wow. That was a very nice answer and a very generous one. So, okay, 100 bucks is yours and we're going to do this. We're going to do a voucher, electronic voucher. Now, you touched on something which is very close to my heart as well, which is pro bono coaching, right? We, we A lot of coaches... Yeah. Uh, talk about it a lot of organizations. Do you do pro bono coaching today? And what can you tell us about it? Um, uh, you know, how important is that in your practice? Mm -hmm. And how important is it to the people that you provide? Yeah. Without naming people, without naming clients, but yes. just to touch on the surface. Yeah. Now, um, I pro uh, provide pro bono coaching from time to time. Not all the time, but of course, of course. from time to time. Uh, because on one side, uh, as a professional, this is something which we do to earn our living. So we must be careful and serious about it on one side. But on the other side, coaching, the very nature of coaching is helping people. So uh, what's wrong with helping people? <laughs> And also to to uh, promote or how shall I say there are still a lot of people who never heard about coaching or never express it. So to give people the gift of coaching, uh, I think it's a very good idea to do pro bono coaching. So um, uh, there is a uh, we are both member of ICF eh? International Coach Correct. Federations. And there is always in May, I think, there is a coaching day, internet coaching day. Correct. For a couple of years, I always offer pro bono coaching on that day. Wow. So I, I make an uh, announcement that this is a day to celebrate coaching, and I do pro bono coaching. And then always apply five, six, seven people in a short amount of time. So there is a need for uh, yeah, coaching or support. That's interesting. One way or the other. 
And we saw that happen a lot more during the, this pandemic because of the frontline uh, yes. staff, which were really overwhelmed in many countries, I think all countries. And a lot of initiatives were taken globally uh, on a very high and mid and low even uh, levels. Um, now, in your practice and in your um, uh, you know, area of expertise, have you seen a big shift and change happen from when you started coaching to today? And can you give us an example? So, uh, uh, change in, in what? In understanding and also awareness towards coaches. Ah, uh, because that's an area that we're all working to bring awareness more and more yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, uh, I think it's um, different from place to place. And um, in the Netherlands, uh, coaching is quite normal, popular, accepted. A lot of people know it, and a lot of companies offer it as a program. Not, uh, not just for the problem people, but for high potential, etc., etc. So it's quite uh, accepted, and uh, that means that you need to be good. So <laughs> you need to be accredited, and it's a, becoming a serious business. Uh, you have to invest in yourself to learn more. So maybe I need to use this one dollar to learn more about <laughs> taking courses. <laughs> well, we'll give you another hundred for that because the answer was so good. Let's well, just say two hundred now. <laughs> yes, yes. It's your birthday, so after all. <laughs> that is what I, I, I see. And clients are getting selective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting because at the same time, uh, you said in Netherlands, and if you. Um, let's say for the sake of you know, being staying focused on your uh, on your topic, if you now take the same question and go to Japan, mm. how is coaching perceived today versus a couple of years ago, and has there been a big difference and a big change? I am not so up to date, but what I understood from my colleagues, coach colleagues, is that in Japan the. the uh, we both had the co-active coaching training yeah. and in Japan is co-active coaching also big and uh, mm -hmm. there is a community uh, but the focus was in the beginning uh, not to hire external professional coach okay. but managers need to be more coaching leader so uh, people get training, manager get training, so that they can talk with their subordinate in a coaching way. So that was the thing. And yeah, yeah. And that's a big change already, if you think about it, uh, compared to. Um, but know. now I think that uh, it is more accepted to hire external coach. Because in Japan also, um, a lot of people are not leaving the corporate and becoming independent. Okay. That is also a trend. So in that sense, uh, yeah, uh, coach as a profession is more accepted, I think, yeah. And I think what you said, the magic word, you said credentialed, uh, you know, people who actually, uh, our profession will be taken more seriously uh, if, we took, if we look at it seriously. Uh, and uh, if coaches seriously invest in themselves all the time in the right way and uh, make sure that you know, they're accredited, uh, that helps a lot, the industry yeah. and also the image. Um, yeah. Now, everyone has inspirational uh, uh, inspiration or, and they find inspiration in other people around them. Can you name three people who have been inspirational oh. to you? 
<laughs> three people. You know, I'm just saying those, I like the number three. Um, and if you can make one or two, that's fine too. But oh, uh, just, I, I didn't think about it, so just came to my mind is Mandela, Obama, um, hmm, the third one, inspiration. My children. Okay, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So uh, you didn't let me finish the question because I was saying inspirational and why. <laughs> oh, sorry. And why. Ah. So Mandela, Obama, now, uh, and children. Mandela, uh, now that he, uh, so we are talking about intercultural and understanding with each other. He is really an example of the person who lives beyond all the conflicts, the compassions. Empathy, and um, yeah, that's beyond beyond words. How he lived, and Obama, I think he is visionary. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's, it's really inspiring. And uh, I'm sure your children, they're uh, inspirational. It's just uh... that's that's because my they are my children, of course. But I'm sure a lot of parents explain the same thing. You learn so much from your own children. <laughs> That is very much true. That's very you, much true. They, they confront you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's spot on, you know. And uh, nowadays, I have my, my son is doing home homeschooling. So, you know, me and oh. my wife are, you know, yeah. uh, teaming up to be there. And I can tell you, there's something new every day that I would probably not know if it wasn't for him. So that's a, that's a big, big, um, uh, big learning for everyone to learn from the children. So thanks for saying that and, and, and things like that. Now, let's say that the gift of $100 is gone. There's another gift. I'm going to yeah. give you a billboard. Billboard. Okay. Big one. A gigantic one. And it's going to be, I don't know, the busiest street in the world with the mm -hmm. most traffic passing by. Yeah. It's all up to you to use it, to make a statement or a, uh, a, a message, a global message. What would you use a billboard and what would you express using it and mm. why it's your you know it's like one chance you know, it's a chance of a lifetime or an opportunity of a lifetime to to use it okay what would coach masako use that billboard yeah so um there is a word which came to my mind in japanese language i try to translate it into okay. english this has everything to do with um Many truths, that's my company's name. So everybody is different. And everybody is a genius in his or her own way. <laughs> Amazing. Everyone's different and everyone's a genius in her different. or his own way. Just go yeah. out there and be yourself. There's a genius in everyone. <laughs> you just need to see it. <laughs> and that's so Coactively correct, right? That's so much whole, naturally whole, and oh yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, and creative and whole. Yeah. Um, now, there are questions that they're asked, but I'm sure there's one question, one burning question that I don't ask you. So, if you were in my seat, what is oh one God. question you would ask yourself, and then answer the first that I didn't? Oh, what a difficult question! A good question. Um, hmm. um, yeah, a question uh, I, I need to ask myself every day yeah, is that 
Uh, are you true to yourself today? Are you real? Answer is, <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. That's really a great one, actually. That's a great, great one. Uh, I don't think we ask ourselves often that question. Um, and at least constantly, right? It's good to have a constant reminder yeah. saying, yeah. are we true to ourselves? Because what if we're not? Yeah. It's a wasted day, I guess. It's a day where we could probably do... Yeah, exactly. But this has also to do with the change and comfort zone and, and go out of the comfort zone. Yeah. Of course, it is uh, difficult and painful to stretch yourself. Huh? Yeah. But if, I, if we are a coach and we ask clients to be brave, and yeah, then we have to be, at least we have to try ourselves. Huh? So are you true to yourself today? I like that. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to write it down. Uh, uh, and, you know, because I do just print stuff that's very interesting and put it in front of my face. And I like to have that one printed and put it in front of my eyes. Uh, that's another learning I do. Uh, thanks for that. Um, Sako, it's been, you know, absolutely an amazing conversation with you today. You know, uh, intercultural awareness, understanding is really, really close to my heart. Uh, yeah, good. Talking to you about it has, you know, kind of brought much more perspective in terms of where people have to look and where people have to, which comfort they have to abandon in order to mm -hmm. learn more. Yeah. Uh, are there any, like, are there a couple of um, factors that you can give us uh, to wrap this up in terms of, you know, okay, I have to be curious. I have to ask other people, you know, about what they are. Um, what can I do today yeah, mm. with my surrounding when I'm isolated and I'm not able to communicate much more like I did before and be curious? Yeah. Is there an opportunity? to explore more today. Uh, has mm. this actually, what's happening to us now, has it opened another door? That's mm. digital door. Look at us. Yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. just got networking a couple of weeks ago and here we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot of people are talking about virtual uh, global leadership. So how, how do we understand each other? How do we do team building virtually? And of course, there's no one magic answer, but um, what is the challenging is about virtual is that you do not have, um, you have much less um, channel to, to meet each other. And some people are visually oriented, so that's fine. I, we can see each other now, but for the people who listen to the podcast, they don't see us. Correct. Um, so, um, we need to, to develop somehow the senses to pick up the signal from each other when we do not see each other, when, or yeah, um, when we, do not, we are not in the same room. We miss so much signals. So, uh, and uh, reading the signals, eh, uh, non-verbal signals, are also so cultural. Maybe you know a lot of Asian people, they smile all the time. Maybe I do that also. But um, sometimes people are sad, but they are just smiling. Yeah? Yeah. To, to, not to be the burden to the other people. Uh, if I am sad, doesn't mean that you need to feel sad. I don't want to be bothered 
for you. And that is the idea behind that behavior. So it's, we need to develop the skill to pick up the signals and uh, in, a, in a polite way, put it on table and yeah, create a safe space to talk about it. That's not so easy. <laughs> it isn't, certainly isn't. Uh, and hearing it from you will obviously uh, awaken the curiosity to find out more. So yeah. what I say is that curiosity uh, is very important for every mm. development you have. And yes, switch on your videos, people, as much as you can, because it yeah. does make a difference when you have a visual. Uh, it, it allows people to connect a bit more with another channel. Um, I want to add one thing if there is a time. Yes, of course. Um, this, but this is all about intuition eh, and instinct. Eh? So uh, don't to think too much, but uh, trust your gut feeling, instinct, and uh, eh, talk, uh, talk about it. But um, so trust in, in instinct, intuition is very important. At the same time, just don't. Um, Say something like, you must be sad today. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not the way to go. So instinct and uh, intuition gives you information, but use wisely. That's another skill we need to develop. And I think we are all born with it, but some of us kind of kill it along the way, or we just put it in a small place and we wrap it. The intuition <laughs> and the gut feeling, right? We, just, we have it, but we don't follow it. And then we just have to develop yeah. it more. Yeah. Um, we are born with senses that we kind of extinguish along the way sometimes. So that's another great point you just, uh, you know, uh, point your finger towards so that we can look. Uh, so I'm definitely sure that viewers and listeners want to know more. Where can they connect with you and how can they connect with you if they want to know more about how you can help uh, them develop within intercultural uh, uh, environment? So should I say my email address or? Everything. Yeah. You can visit my LinkedIn page if you type in Masako Kato. There are maybe a couple of them, but the one who lives in the Netherlands, that's me. Yep. And my email address is info at many truths, that's my company name, dot nl. That's my email. Okay. So many truths with an S at the end. So yes, at the end. Many truths dot nl. That's your up Yes. And that's how you connect with Coach Masai. Well, I've had a great time. I mean, this one hour passed so fast, and it's such a learning. I'm such really, really honored to have connected with you. And uh, it's always fast. a pleasure to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> and especially on today, on 30th of September, on our first day. Yeah. This is a new this day. A good present, a birthday present for both of us, this conversation. Absolutely, it is. And I am really, really uh, excited to have this podcast up and running. So thank you once again. And also on behalf of my partners, IV Coaches, Coach Masako, I wish you an amazing afternoon and uh, back home. And we will connect again. So yes. keep safe and oh, keep safe. be safe. Take care. Thank you, so, Sohaya. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.